Welcome to our class on Chassidus. We're going to be learning a beautiful Chassidic discourse from the Rebbe. The name of the Chassidic discourse is called Tzitkas Prezoinoi B'Yisrael. The Rebbe said this Chassidic discourse on Shabbos, Parshas B'Shalach. That year, it was the 11th day in the month of Shvat. In the year, Tafshin Chav Dalid, exactly 60 years ago. So again, the Chassidic Discourse is based on the, one of the verses in the Prophet of this week, where it says, Tzitkas prezoinoi b'Yisrael. And the Rebbe brings, from the previous Rebbe, who he just celebrated his Yom Ha'ilula, the day of his passing, and he brings what it says in the Talmud. Um Rabbi Yoshia says, and the Rebbe points out, Oishia comes from the same name of Yeshua, salvation. And he, the, the Talmud says, this that the verse says in the prophets, Tzitkas perzoinoi b'Yisrael, what does that mean? So the Talmud explains, Tzedakah asa kadosh baruch b'Yisrael, God did a tremendous kindness for the Jewish people, Shepizron, that he set, that he spread them out all over the world. In other words, and Rashi explains what's the righteousness that was spread all over the world. Isn't it better when everyone's together? And he says, the reason is, Rashi explains, because if you're all over, you can't wipe them out in one shot. They're all over the place. So if someone gets hurt here, someone else, somewhere else is saved. Now, the Arbe explains, what is, what, what, what are we? You know, obviously we have a body, we have a soul, but what, who are we? What is our essence? What is the essence of the Jewish people? So the essence of the Jewish people is the fact that we learn Torah and we do the mitzvahs of Hashem. Up to the point that not only when we learn Torah and we do the mitzvahs, but even when we do our mundane activities, whether it's work, whether it's errands, whatever we're doing, we do it in a way like it says in the prophets, In everything that I do, I know Hashem. So the essence of a Jew is learning Torah, doing mitzvahs, and even in mundane acts, it's all about knowing Hashem in the physical activities that we do. So therefore, the previous Rebbe explains, what does that mean they can't destroy us? It's referring to not just destroying us physically, it's referring to destroying us of Torah and mitzvahs. Learning Torah and mitzvahs, because that's who we are. They can't destroy our learning Torah and doing mitzvahs. In other words, why is that? Because the fact that we're going to be spread out all over different countries, and that means even if we're in one country, and they try to oppress us and suppress us, and they don't allow us to go ahead and learn Torah and do mitzvahs, so what happens is besides the fact that the Jewish people in other countries, they do learn Torah and they do mitzvahs, but even what happens is when they learn Torah and do mitzvahs, they give power and strength that even somebody that's in a place where you can't learn Torah and do mitzvahs, even though they're not learning Torah and do mitzvahs, they're not getting their essential spiritual requirements, we get it from another place. And that's number one. And number two is it gives the people that's going through the challenge real power to not to be intimidated of the decrees that's not allowing us to learn Torah and do mitzvahs, and they nevertheless learn Torah and they do mitzvahs, how do they do it? And I'll say it in Hebrew, with the real power of self-sacrifice. So because the fact that somewhere else in the world, someone's learning Torah and doing mitzvahs, that gives the person the place where he's going through the struggle, the power to... As, as great as a struggle is to still learn Torah and do mitzvahs to keep the eye on the prize with the power of what? Of, of Messias Nefesh. Now, what happens then is, 
then not only can the decree of the nation of the world that's trying to stop us from learning Torah and the mitzvahs, and therefore they can't destroy, destroy us, but on the contrary, what happens is those that learn Torah and do mitzvahs in a way of mysterious nefesh, it's much more powerful, it's much, much more, it's much stronger. Up to the point, the Rebbe says, that it's in a way of, and I'll say it in Hebrew, I'll translate it, lamaila mimedida v'hagbala. It's, it's, it's infinite. There's no limits. And in a way of, the expression, like it says in the Torah, ufaratsa, you spread out all over the place. Why is it that when you're threatened not to learn Torah and do mitzvahs, and you go ahead and you fight it, and you learn Torah anyway, and you do the mitzvahs anyway, why is that? Why is it so powerful? Because when you do that, you're doing it in a way of mysterious nefesh. You're literally sacrificing your life. And when a person sacrifices his life, that's much higher than the normal flow of things, because logically you'll say, listen, there's a, they're not letting us learn Torah and do mitzvahs. Okay, fine. So I'll wait for the uh, wait for things to pass. Me only won't do it. So that's a logical calculation. Or emotionally, it doesn't feel right. But when but you go ahead and you learn Torah the mitzvah anyway, you're reaching a place above your shalshlos. And if you go above yourself, and that causes the tremendous power of a serious nefesh, that your Torah mitzvah is much stronger. And like we know that the way generally, the general flow, in Hebrew it's called the Hishtalshos, that we generally operate, so we know, we first we think first. What does that mean? We use Chabad, Chachman Bin Adas, we think, we think it through, we use the power of intellect. However, when it comes to the power of Ratzayin, because we know the highest sphere, which is Kesser, there's Tainig and Ratzayin, so Ratzayin, the will, is above Ishtalshlis. No, you don't start off with Ratzayin, you start off normally with intellect. There are times, yeah, you go to Ratzayin. When? When you're threatened, Messiris Nefesh. And when you're in a place of Messiris Nefesh, when you have to go and self-sacrifice, where is that coming from? It's not logic. It's coming from the power of Ratzayin, of will, which is above intellect. And that's why he finishes off in the Hasidic Discourse. That when a person goes ahead and learns Torah with mysterious nefesh, self-sacrifice, what happens then is, and I'll say it in Hebrew, Yumshach Rav Tuv Lebeis Yisrael. What happens is when you go on mysterious nefesh and you learn Torah, you do mitzvahs, and you're coming from a place of Ratzon, which is the essence of who we are, then what happens is we receive tremendous huge blessings for the Jewish people. And like Jehovah says, it doesn't say toiv, toiv with a choylam, but it says tuv with a malupam, which means it's much stronger. It's talking about a, a, a good which is much greater than regular good. What, what type of good is that? It's a good which is above levels of, of, of logic and the regular normal flow. And that's why it says rav tuv, an abundance of tremendous amounts of good. And since what happens is when a person goes from a serious nefesh, self-sacrifice, that's above what's, what's required. You can't demand someone to go on a serious nefesh. Logic is, listen, it's a danger. I can't learn Torah Dimitri. It's, it's, it's a legitimate excuse. But when you don't use the excuse and you do it, it means you're going out of your comfort zone and then you reach a place in Hashem, which is also above, above, the, above the comfort zone. And when a person therefore goes from a serious nefesh to learn Torah, you draw down Rav Tuv, tremendous abundance of good for the Jewish people, and it doesn't stay at Austin High. It comes down, like Jeremiah says, Lamato Mayasarat Vachim, literally down in this physical world, but a good that's seen and a good that's revealed. Spiritual goodness and physical goodness. So what do we see before we go for, forward? What's Rebbe saying? That when a person goes ahead 
and has, is struggling for whatever reason, they're not allowing him to learn Torah do mitzvahs. And therefore, logically, you can have an excuse not to. But you go ahead and you go on a serious nefesh, that means you're going out of your comfort zone, then you bring down tremendous blessings beyond the regular, beyond the regular normal blessings that, 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 that we normally in store for us, and it comes down to the physical world. So Beisoster explains, that's why it says, Tzitkas, Perzoino be Yisrael. In other words, the, the, the seemingly what 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 do we learn from the Talmud? It says that Hashem did a tremendous kindness that He spread us all over the world, and and based on what we just we learned that what happens is when a person goes on a serious nefesh, you re, you re, you receive a much greater blessings. You know, so if that's the case, it should have said not tzitkas pirzoinoi. Um, uh, um, uh, it should have said tzitkas pizroinoi. The fact that we're spread out all over the wor- world. That's what it should have said in the verse. Why? Because the kindness that Hashem does for us is why? Because we're spread out all over the world and in one place. You not all learn, learn Torah. In the other place, you learn Torah. And that brings up Mr. Snefes. So the, the, the blessing is the fact that we're spread out. So the verse should have said, Sitkas Pizroinoi, that we're spread out, not Parzunoi. In other words, so the Rebbe explained because the, the, the spiritual work of Mr. Snefes, when a person goes in self sacrifice, which is above logic, and then when you do your avoid of above logic, what happens is you bring in from a level of rav to a tremendous amount of goodness, which is above, which is above the normal, uh, norm, normal, uh, blessings. And like, like it says in the, it says in the verse, prozois teishev yerushalayim, which means the Jerusalem is going to be spread out infinitely. And Rashi says it's not going to have any limits. So in other words, Rebbe's explaining it's like this. The verse says, tzitkas perzoinoi. What does the Talmud explain? That the Hashem did a blessing that he spread us out. So if that's the case, it's a pizroine, the verse is a pizroine. And Rebbe explains, oh no. Yes, it's true. The blessing comes from the fact that Hashem spread us out and that's the source of it. But what happens when he spread us out and we go on Messiris Nefesh? Because we go on Messiris Nefesh, we reach a place of pizroine um, of the infinite blessings. So even though it's and those, the, 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 the fact that Hashem spread us out, that creates the spark. But ultimately, what's the blessing of Pirzoine? And like Derba's going to explain now more in depth. And he says like this. He says, we know that what is Yerushalayim, Jerusalem, on a spiritual level? So Yerushalayim is made up of two words. Yerushalayim, the ultimate in awe of Hashem, complete awe of Hashem. In other words, com, com, you know, there's different levels in being in awe of Hashem. And this is the highest level, the complete level in awe of Hashem. What does that mean practically? And it's referring to the essence of being an awe of Hashem, which is not based on logic. So you can be an awe of Hashem, you can have a logical calculation. For whatever reason, you think, listen, God created the world, He maintains the world. Oh, therefore I'm an awe of Hashem. That's coming to a place of logic. Or you can, you can be an awe of Hashem, not for any reason. You're just an awe of Hashem. You can't explain it, you can't describe it, etc. Which is called the treasure of Yerushalayim. Where you're just in awe of Hashem, just because. If someone asks you a reason, you give a reason, it's not just because. It means just because you're in awe of Hashem. Now, this level of awe of Hashem, it comes from the essence, so it's not limited to a letter, a word, a, 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 a note, or any, any type of, any, any something, because then, then, then it would be based on something. 
Now we know, what does that mean? Because in being an all of Hashem, there's many levels. So for example, the first level is you can be all of Hashem because you're afraid of the punishment. And the Torah lists out different uh, rewards and punishment for doing, for doing mitzvahs and not, or not doing the mitzvahs, transgressing. So a lot of people, what causes them to operate is they're afraid of Hashem. That's one level. So to speak, you call it the lowest level. But it's still, you're still in awe of Hashem, but it's coming based on fear of punishment. Then there's fear of the sin itself. You don't want to do the sin. You don't want to be disconnected from Hashem. Okay, it's next level high. You don't, it's not about the punishment. It's about, you don't want to, you don't want to do the sin. You don't want to create that disconnect. Then there's your law of Elohim. That means you, you comprehend godliness and you know the whole idea of God, the, the name of God Elohim, which is all about judgment. And therefore you're in awe of Hashem. There's a higher level even. Yiras Hashem. You're in awe of the Yudke Vavke, the infinite part of Hashem. So yeah, so so far we learned Yiras Ha'inish, being in awe of the punishment. Yiras Ha'chet, the awe of the sin. Yiras Ha'lakim, the awe of Hashem Ha'lakim. And then Yiras Yudke Vavke, the four, the four levels. Then he goes even a step further. In Yiras Hashem, Yudke Vavke itself, there's, there's, there's different levels. What's the different levels? Each one corresponding to one of the letters of Yud, Hey, and Vav, Hey. That's already eight levels, so to speak. Then you have the Yira, which comes from the Dat, on top of the Yud. It's already another higher level. But the fact is, even though we climb the ladder from Ha'enish to Chet to Lokim to Yud, Kei, Vav, Kei, and then in Yud, Kei, Vav, Kei, all the four levels in the Dat, but nevertheless, it has some kind of connection with something. Even though it gets more refined, but it's something. What is the ultimate being in your awe of Hashem? It's something which you're in awe of Hashem beyond any logic, and beyond any level, beyond any letter, beyond any any dot, anything. So that is the ultimate. So the ultimate Yerush Hashem comes not limited to anything. And that's really the prize. The prize is when you're in awe of Hashem just because. For no reason, you just have that special bond that you're in awe of Hashem. It's a very high level. So how do we achieve this level? So Rebbe says, the way you achieve this level, unfortunately or fortunately, comes only when there's opposition. In the in Kabbalistic terms, when there's a menagate. When there's someone that puts you against the wall and says to you, do you believe in God or not? And if you do believe in God, I'm going to kill you. So when there's a monogamy, when there's an opposition, and when you have to go on a serious nefesh, that's when the, the pure Yerush Hashem comes out. And the Torah brings what it says in the, it says in the Talmud, the Hanetzach, the attribute of, of, of Nitzachoin, that is the building of Yerushalayim. In other words, when there is the Mid of Nitzachoin, it means when there's opposition of learning Torah and doing mitzvahs, then when you're, when you're, when, when someone tells you you can't learn Torah, you can't do mitzvahs, and then what happens is, you can say, okay, I'm not gonna do it. But when you awaken within yourself, the real power of ministerious nefesh, which is not logic, because you can say, I have an excuse, they're not letting me. Then what comes out, that pure Yer Hashem. It's called the treasure of Yer And that's why the verse says, Tzitkas Pirzoinoi Yisrael. And it doesn't say pizroinay, the, the fact that we're spread out all over. Why? Because the, the, the kindness that Hashem did to do Jewish people, like it says that He spread us all over, that is, creates the, the parzunoy. That creates the infinite blessing. 
Like it says, Prozai's taste of Yerushalayim. So the Rebbe is explaining why the verse says Perzoinai, because ultimately, yes, what creates Perzoinai? The Perzoinai. The fact that he's trying to spread us out all over, and we're having opposition that doesn't allow us, that will give us the greatest blessings of the pure Yerushalayim. In other words, when there's opposition, and there's re- re- resistance, and when does it happen in the time of exile, you know, and Hashem spread us out all over the world, through, specifically through Gullahs, specifically through the t- challenges, that awakens and reveals the level of Yerushalayim, which means the highest level of Yerushalayim, the highest level of Or Hashem, the treasure of Yerushalayim, that everybody has, it's not like they acquired, we have it from the essence of our soul, which is beyond any level of, 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 of logic and finite. And when the person brings out through the opposition, the Yerush, the, the, the ultimate pure Yerush Hashem, what happens then is, then gets revealed a powerful treasure, the good treasure, which is above finite, above any limits. And like it says, Yiftach Lecha Hashem, God is going to open up for you. It's Oitzre Toiv, His tremendous good treasure. And from there is going to come Rav Tuv Lebeis Yisrael, a tremendous amount of abundance of goodness for the Jewish people. What does that mean? The Rebbe says like this. Like he brings from the, from the, from the, uh, from the Chassidic discourse of the, of the previous Rebbe. Like we see, for example, by a king of flesh and blood, that he has tremendous treasures, precious treasures, that he doesn't use only in special scenarios. Up to the point they're so special and they're so hidden that nobody even sees them. No one even knows where they are. But what happens when there's a war? Then the king takes out all the treasures. Why? Because since you have an opposition, you have an enemy that wants to destroy you, so everything, all the treasures, come out. At time of war, of time of opposition, all the treasures come out. What, 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 what does this mean practically? In other words, the, on a spiritual level, the treasure on high, which is referring to <clears throat> the powerful treasures, which are not normally revealed, or in Kabbalah, Kabbalistic terms, it's called Oitzer Akamos, the treasure which is totally concealed, higher than any level of revelation. And the same, that's on high. The same thing also in the, our, our souls. That the treasure of the pure Yerush Shemayim, the pure Orphar Hashem, which is in our soul, <coughs> the point of, of being an Orphar Hashem, which is hidden, buried within our heart, which comes from the essence of our soul, which is high from every, every relation, uh, any revelation. And also this level of Yerushamayim, to be in awe of Hashem, <coughs> it's not only above intellect, which is, we know intellect is the first of the, of the internal powers, but it's even higher than all the revelations of the, of the soul. And it's even higher besides the fact it's higher than Nefesh, Ruach, and Shama. It's even higher than the Two levels of the soul, which is called Makiv, which is Chayin Yechida. Why is that? Because Yechida, which is the highest level of the soul, the fact is, even though it's the highest level, and it's a very deep level, but it's still you can still quantify it. It has a name, it's called Yechida. So it has some kind of level of revelation. 
And like it says, clearly about the soul, there's five names. It's called a name. Nefesh, Ruach, Neshama, Chai, Yechido. So even though Chai and Yechido is Makif, and Nefesh is the lowest level, but they all go, they all have one term. They're all a name, you can name that part of the soul. So it means even the level of Yechida, which is a Makif, and it's very, very high, and it's the oneness, it's still a name. Which means there's a certain level of revelation, and it's not the essence of the soul. However, when it comes to the point of Yerushalayim, being Ur Hashem, where does that come from? That comes from the essence of the soul. And that's why this level of being an Ur Hashem reaches, when we bring out our Ur Hashem, reaches the essence of a Kaddish Baruch Hu. And like we learned before, that this level of Ur comes from the essence of Hashem, which is not limited to a word, a letter, a dot on top of the letter. letter. Why? Since this level of being Or Hashem, where is it coming from? The essence of the soul, which is higher than Nefesh, Ruach, Neshama, Chai, Yechida, which is very high levels. It's even higher on a spiritual level. So therefore, it actually reaches a place which is higher than the four letters of Yud, Hei, Vav, of the infinite Hashem. And it's even higher than the dot of the Yud on top of it. And where does that reach? It reaches the essence of Hashem. So what I was explaining here, when we go and we have the opposition, and it causes us to go into the essence of our soul, which again is higher and deeper, that all the four levels of ne- all the levels of nefesh ruach and shamachai, all the five levels of nefesh ruach and shamachai yechida, it's even higher than the level of makif of yechida. We reach the essence of Hashem, which is higher than yud hey hey, and higher than the dot on top of it as well. Now, this component of revealing this level. Why does Hashem reveal this level, this powerful level, the essence? That is so we can win the war because it's opposition and we have to win the opposition and when we go ahead and we do our spiritual work which is called Mesiris Nefesh and the only way to win a war is by self-sacrifice. You're not going to win a war logically. You have to think out of the box. It's not even thinking. You have to operate out of the box. You have to have a, a place of Mesiris Nefesh. And just like physically when it comes to winning a war on a materialistic level there are obviously there's tremendous wise people that think about all the logistics of the war and all the strategies etc but on the other hand you have the simple foot soldiers they don't know the depth of the strategies and the, all the all the intricacies of, of the of the planning of the war but what do they do a foot soldier knows he goes to war with faith and self-sacrifice he knows his life could be over and the main being successful and and conquering in the war, who does it happen? It doesn't happen to someone sitting in an office. It happens from the foot soldiers that go on a serious nefesh, they're willing to sacrifice their life. And those are the ones that are successful in the war. So that's on a physical level. And the same thing applies on a spiritual level. That who is the one that wins a spiritual war? Those are the soldiers that Yiris Hashem, being an Or Hashem, that touches their heart. And like he explains, in, in, like the previous server explains in the Hasidic discourse at length. Now, this that he says, that the success in the war and the victory in the war comes specifically by the foot soldiers. The, what he's trying to say is he's not saying that, that the people that strategize and the people that, that plan the war, um, the, 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 they're not part of the, the success. 
But what, he, what he's saying is that this, the, the energy of the success comes from the energy of mysterious things which you find primarily by the foot soldiers. But even those, obviously, that strategize and sit in the offices and plan the war, so even though from one perspective using their intellect, but they have to be imbued with the level of Mesiris Nefesh. They shouldn't use only intellect. And even revelations above intellect. They literally have to have a mindset of Mesiris Nefesh means self-sacrifice, just like the simple foot soldiers. Why is that? Because when they also have the component of they're willing to go and self-sacrifice, so then they're connected into a level which is above anything of revelation. And then they go on, then even though it's not their main thing, their main thing is to strategize new their intellect, but since what, what they have a th- well, going through them is serious nefesh, so they get included also into the quality a foot soldier has that his main thing is to win the war and, 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 ha- and has the, the God-fearing part part of him. Now, this is what he says, that, it's, that, it's, that, it, that the godliness is connected to the heart, why is that? What's the connection with the, with the essence with the heart? Because the essence of the soul, which is above any revelation, where is that found? And it's very powerful in the heart, not in the mind. So even though generally speaking, we know the mind comes first after the heart. But the panemius halev, the internal, the depth of the heart, is connected to the, the essence of the soul. Because the essence of the soul is above logic, and the essence of the heart is also above logic. And just like the way it works in this materialistic world, in order to be successful in in the war, so what happens is the king gives out all the treasures, he gives it all out, and he gives it to the soldiers, and the same thing holds on a spiritual level. In other words, in order for us to be successful in our spiritual war, to learn Torah, and to do mitzvahs, and to be connected to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Hashem opens up all the treasures, the infinite treasures, treasures of, that, that's much higher than any revelation, and they give it to the Jewish people. And through that, what gets revealed is the treasure of being in awe of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And the same thing applies as well, on the, on, from, from the lower level on high. That, that Hashem gives us. But when we go ahead and we stand in a way of mysterious nefesh, we're giving over our life to Hashem, and we awaken within us, the treasure of Yerushimayim, we're in awe for Hashem. So one wind, so to speak, brings the other wind. And Hashem opens up the treasure on high. Like it says, Yiftach Hashem Hashem is going to open up to you as good treasure. And, and when Hashem opens up the treasure, that helps us in our work to be, to be successful and conquering the war. And as and, and this and this comes down in a materialistic level that what happens is when we go mysterious nevish and Hashem gives us all those powerful uh, resources, what happens then is we receive Rav Tuv Lebeis Yisrael, tremendous of goodness to the Jewish people, and it comes down literally down in the physical world, materialistic blessings, betoiv hanira va'nigla, a good blessing that's seen and revealed. So here you have another powerful Hasidic discourse of the Rebbe, connected obviously to your Shvat, but more importantly how when a person goes ahead 
and you're struggling to learn Torah and do mitzvahs, and you awaken your essence of your soul, you awaken your year as Hashem, Hashem opens up and He gives you what you need to be successful, and which translates into tremendous, tremendous blessings. So let's hope and pray that we do our part, that we connect to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, God gives us all the blessings, and the ultimate blessing of the coming Mashiach, our next class will be in Yerushalayim, Ir HaKodesh. Have a great and blessed week. Shavua Tov.